It's Monday, October 23rd, and you're listening to Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. Good morning. I'm Gabrielle Helty, and this is Morning Mixtape News. These are the top stories today. A small convoy of aid enters the Gaza Strip as Israel continues bombarding the area. In Ontario, tensions between the government and teachers' unions. A look at what is ahead. In Quebec, a tuition hike for out-of-province undergraduates impacts upcoming university decisions. Then, Samina joins with Turn the Page, and after, the show rounds off with today's weather forecast. Let's look at the headlines. Humanitarian aid is now starting to reach into the Gaza Strip. The Guardian and others report a first convoy of 20 trucks crossed the Rafah border from Egypt into Gaza on Saturday. Local Egyptian media and the UN Relief and Works Agency also now confirm that 14 more trucks crossed into Gaza Sunday night. This marks the first time aid has entered Gaza since the beginning of the conflict between Israel and the Palestinian militant group Hamas on October 7th. Reuters, Al Jazeera, and others report the trucks carry medical and food supplies. These supplies are needed desperately in Gaza, which continues to be bombarded and cut off from water, electricity, and fuel by Israel. Officials from the UN say at least 100 trucks every day are needed to cover the urgent needs in Gaza. The aid comes as Israel continues to attack the Strip in retaliation to a Hamas attack on October 7th. Local authorities in Gaza say overnight raids on Saturday killed at least 55 people. The latest developments were also accompanied by protests around the globe this weekend. BBC News reports that police estimated around 100,000 people marching in London in support of Palestine on Sunday. Thousands also gathered in Berlin, London, and other cities to oppose anti-Semitism and support Israel. CP24 and others report that thousands also marched in Toronto on Saturday, part of a Palestinian rally that started in front of the U.S. consulate. The Toronto rally condemned the ongoing violence and called for a ceasefire. Last Wednesday, the U.S. vetoed a U.N. resolution to condemn all violence against civilians in the Israel-Hamas war and urge for humanitarian aid for Palestinians in Gaza. The death toll since the beginning of the latest escalation of the decades-long conflict continues to rise. The Guardian reports more than 1,400 people have been killed in Israel and over 4,600 Palestinians have been killed. The situation is fluid and continues to evolve, with Israel intensifying attacks on Gaza, Hamas still holding Israeli hostages, and more. In Ontario, the showdown between the government and various teachers' unions is heating up. Global News and others report elementary and Catholic teachers both gave their unions overwhelming strike mandates. 95% of members for the elementary teachers and 97% for English Catholic teachers voted in favor of mandates to strike. The unions and the government of Ontario both stressed that the mandates do not mean classrooms will close in the fall. Education Minister Stephen Lecce said the mandates do not significantly change the bargaining situation from the perspective of the Ford government. He pointed to an agreement of binding arbitration the government made with the Secondary School Teachers Union. CTV News and others 
report the agreement means there will be no strikes or lockouts while the union is at the bargaining table with the province. Lecce did not say what the sticking points are in current negotiations with the elementary and Catholic school teachers. The president of the Elementary Teachers Union, ETFO, told Global News the vote for a strike mandate is a sign that teachers are losing patience. She said the mandate doesn't mean teachers will be out of classrooms soon. Negotiations are ahead on the 27th. The English Catholic Teachers Union said the teachers are ready to do, quote, whatever is necessary, quote, to reach a deal with bargaining dates up ahead. The union president accused Education Minister Lecce of conflating the strike mandates with an actual strike in a, quote, ongoing misinformation campaign. In Quebec, the government recently announced a move to double tuition for most out-of-province undergraduate students. CBC News reports the decision is already having impacts. Families at an open house for Montreal's Concordia University expressed concern about the upcoming increase in cost. The Concordia Director of Student Recruitment told CBC she felt that fewer people attended the event. She also says her office is receiving calls and emails from many students who say the tuition increase is an unsurmountable financial barrier. High schoolers at the open house told CBC the decision will influence and make them reconsider their choices. The Premier of Quebec, François Legault, has defended the move, saying Quebec taxpayers should not subsidize students from outside the province. Legault said the raise of Anglophone students, quote, threatens the survival of the French. CBC News reports the Federal Intergovernmental Affairs Minister, Dominic Leblanc, says the announcement is a bad decision that will end up hurting the province. Leblanc also said the increase is within Quebec's jurisdiction and the federal government is Quebec's partner in protecting the province's French culture. The tuition hike is expected to impact Quebec's English language universities the most. They are Bishops, Concordia, and McGill universities. Students and staff at Concordia and McGill are being called to protest the policy on October 30th. Switching from the headlines to our daily segment, here's Samina with a book recommendation in Turn the Page. Hello listeners, welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week I'm going to make a book recommendation and I hope it gets you turning the pages. Happy October. You know what that means, don't you? A special holiday that takes place during the season. It's Canadian Library Month a time libraries and library partners across Canada raise awareness of the valuable roles libraries play in the lives of Canadians. This year's theme is Libraries for Life. More than just a place to find books, libraries promote cultural awareness, engage in the community, provide educational programs, support freedom of expression, and so much more. Where is your favorite library located? How important is location? Creatively, if you could choose a location, where would it be? Clara Button is no ordinary librarian. She was working above ground when the war started in London. The year is 1954, and Clara creates the country's only underground library built over the tracks of the Bethnal Green Tube, subway to us North Americans, station. What starts as a library continues to build a community with bunk beds, a nursery, a cafe, and a theater offering shelter, solace, and escape from the bombs underground. The title of the book is The Little Wartime Library. The author is Kate Thompson. 
She conducted research into the Bethnal Green secret underground wartime library, which offered access to books, entertainment, and culture to the people who were living underground. This included book clubs for adults and children. Kate is an investigative journalist who's also written over 20 books. The other librarian is Clara's best friend, Ruby Monroe, a glamorous young woman with a sharp tongue who is unafraid of anything. Their lives change when they encounter two young runaways. Clara is nursing her heart after the loss of her husband killed during the war. Ruby is struggling with the loss of her sister. The friendship between these two women is one of the highlights throughout this book. The chapters alternate between Clara and Ruby. With access to endless books, Ruby and Clara start a book club for the women in the shelter discussing progressive ideas for women, which allows agency in their own lives. This book is an ode to libraries and the importance of books as a means of learning, creating change, and escape. It is a lovely, heartbreaking, and bittersweet book. It also brings to light the unknown story about an underground library. I hope you enjoy it. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. Thank you, Samina. Taking a look at today's weather, it'll be mostly sunny with some clouds in the afternoon. Temperatures reach a high of 13 degrees and a low of 8. Also, a frost advisory in place, so watch for some patchy frost in the morning and take care of sensitive plants. That's everything for today. Thanks for listening to Morning Mixtape News with the day's top headlines and stories packed in a short format. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at MetRadioNews to stay posted on the latest news content. This is Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Gabrielle Hilti, and we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>